بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. Our beloved Prophet Harr صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم that for those who are merciful, then the most merciful will be merciful to them. Have mercy with those on earth, and Allah will have mercy on you. The idea here is to treat others. It's very interesting. It's not just to treat others how we want to be treated. That's known as the golden rule, and that's definitely a fundamental part of our deen. But there's a notch above that. Maybe we can call it the platinum rule. To treat others not just how you want to be treated by other people, but to treat others how you want Allah to treat you. So when we think of it in this way, then it's supposed to motivate the person, to motivate the believer to step their game up a little bit. To forgive others because they want Allah to forgive them. To be merciful to others because they want Ar-Rahman, the most merciful, to be merciful with them. And to try to protect others, for example, from their wrath and from their you know, anger getting out of control because they would not want Allah to treat them in that way. So when a person thinks of how they treat others in this way, then they start to think much more deeply before they mistreat someone, before they take advantage of someone, before they're harsh with someone or disrespectful, whether it's at home, whether it's in the masjid, whether it's at work, at school, whatever the case may be, this concept is supposed to constantly be on the mind of the believer. How do I want Allah to treat me? And that should translate into how I treat others. And we find a, a clear example of this in Surah An-Nur when Allah says, Allah mentions pardoning and turning a new page. Would you not love for Allah to forgive you? Now this ayah has a specific context as to why it was revealed and when it was revealed at the time of the Prophet ﷺ, specifically in connection with Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq and the, 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 the slander of Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu anha. And he had a relative who fell into that. And that relative was struggling financially and he was supporting this relative. And when he heard that that same relative fell into that slander of not just someone, that's obviously that's horrible within itself, but on top of that, his own daughter who's married to the Prophet ﷺ, and think of all of the sacrifices that he has made up until this point for Islam, for Allah and His Messenger. Think of how much love he has for the Prophet ﷺ. When the Prophet handpicked him to be his companion, his traveling companion, when migrating from Mecca to Medina, the Islamic calendar is, is based on that. It's an extremely significant event. The Prophet handpicked him, and when the Prophet went to give him that news that it's time for us to get ready to go, Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, he wept, but these were tears of joy. He was so honored, he felt so, so privileged to be in that situation that the Prophet handpicked him to be his traveling companion for that special and sacred journey, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So think of all the sacrifices that he's made up until this point. And that relative had also been Muslim for a while, had also participated in Badr, so on and so forth. He made a mistake. And so, understandably, the response of Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq was that he, I'm not supporting him anymore. And actually, the fact that that was his response and the fact that he didn't take it further and basically attempt to kill the guy, 
that shows something about his self-restraint. The, the, the extent that he took it was, I'm not going to support you anymore. And Allah reveals this ayah, encouraging Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu to pardon him, to turn a new page. Would you not love that Allah forgives you? There is an important detail for us, to, for us to keep in mind though. The fact that that person was a very good person, they had a, 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 a very solid history, they had done a lot of good, but they made this really, really bad mistake. So part of what we can infer from this is that this person did not have the same background as, for example, the leader of the hypocrites, Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salul. This person was in a very different category. A sincere good person who made a bad mistake and he did pay the price. He did deal with the punishment of that. This was the catalyst for Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq. Because the, the slander happened and he had to deal with the penalty, with the punishment of the slander. So in a sense, that evened things out. But then on top of that, Allah poses this question to Sayyidina Abu Bakr, would you not love for Allah to forgive you? Now what was the response of Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq? And this shows how, how high his iman was and, and, and how high his, his maqam was, subhanAllah. It's amazing that he had this type of reaction and he had this type of reaction right away. This ayah comes down, he hears this ayah and he responds immediately. He forgives his relative and he changes his oath. He had initially taken an oath, I'm, I swear I'm not supporting him anymore. And then this ayah comes down, I swear I'm not going to stop supporting him. He was affected by the Qur'an. He cared so much about wanting, needing to be forgiven from Allah. So let me forgive this person. They already paid their price. They, 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 dealt, they dealt with the punishment. They did. They didn't get away scot-free. They did face the consequences. You can read about this at the beginning of the surah. He did face the consequences. Okay, now after that, after that debt has been settled socially, don't let it linger. Would you not love for Allah to forgive you? It's very, very incredible. When you look at this story, you find the justice in the story, but you also find it wrapped in mercy. The justice was there. It was, it was not abandoned. You don't abandon justice for the sake of mercy. Maybe there are times people choose to do that. That's between them and Allah. But when someone has a right, it's perfectly okay for that right to be fulfilled appropriately, for it to be taken care of juridically. In, in, in terms of the law, a person can't go become a vigilante. Okay, that happened. So there was that justice. And then after that, you find the mercy and the forgiveness. So we ask Allah to help us to be merciful to other people because we want Allah to be merciful with us. And we ask Allah to help us to pardon and forgive other people as best we can because we want Allah to pardon and forgive us.